Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Okay, first day back. Are we ready to leave? School shoes on? Check. Coats and bags? Check. Smile on Aoife's face? Check. Smile on Sean's face? Check. Huge smile on Mum's face? Oh, yes! Woohoo! Let's go! School bags and school shoes from Littlewoods, Ireland. Back to school victory celebration from Mum. From Nike to Clark's, find the back to school brands you love at littlewoodsireland.ie. It's a bonus episode. Yay. Bonus. Because something sad happened. Yeah, it's not a happy bonus it's episode. It's not a happy bonus it's episode. It's not a reward. It's no. We didn't do anything good. No one did. In fact, someone did something very, very, very sad. And I just realized I turned my head to the right. <laughs> exactly what Zane told us not to do. Anyway, so um, a young girl, a young comedian named Eurydice Dixon passed away. Well, she didn't pass away. She was killed. Uh, on the 12th of June, and I'm filled with rage about it. I'm pretty cut up. Yeah. Um. So before there's – look, we don't know what happened. We, we don't know what's happened yet. We know that a young man has killed her, Um. and we know when it happened. We know when she was found. We know where she was found, but um, the trial doesn't basically start until October, so that's when we're going to find out more. Um. It seems just like it was something random – and we, I have written something and I've gotten some quotes from friends of um, Eurydice from social media that I really wanted to read out. And then I'm going to say this is like an official statement of the podcast, even though I wrote it and Ellen hasn't seen this and neither has Zane and neither has Fifi the podcast cat. But I'm just going to go out on the limb and just say that this is where we stand. So, okay. Alrighty, ready, ready, ready. Unless you say something horribly shocking, I feel like I co-sign it ahead of time look it's not i can't speak for fifi but i'm i'm fine with it good okay so this is um from sophie basil who was friends with eurydice the thing i liked most about eurydice when we met three when we met first met three years ago was how she wasn't competitive or threatened by other women we'd be at these house parties with a whole bunch of trendy hipsters sizing up who knew who and how cool you were whether you were a threat and weird social status stuff and Eurydice had none of that. She was utterly genuine and secure for someone so young, as though she had jo- dodged the internal misogyny that so many of us have to work really hard to unlearn. Other women weren't her rivals. Her love and care for women, friends, and women in general was incredibly sincere and natural. And that's what I liked about her the very most. And then this is from 
uh, where Eurydice worked. So she worked in a vegan restaurant called Lentil as Anything. Shout out to them for having an amazing name. That's incredible. Um, they said she will be remembered as a bright and dynamic volunteer. She will be remembered as a valuable member of our staff and community. She will be remembered for her offhand quips and cross and across the pass and her terrible handwriting, which is so sweet. She will be remembered as that girl who came in every day, quietly sat on table 18 with a coffee and enjoyed a book. And then this is from Adam Jacobs. So Eurydice was quite prominent. She was prominent in the up and coming comedy scene in Melbourne. And this is from Adam Jacobs. Eurydice Jane Dixon was someone I had genuine, unique and revealing conversations with about comedy. Sometimes to be original is easy and it's not always difficult to be funny, but to be both at the same time is a challenge and is exactly the way I would describe Eurydice. I remember her tattoo and it, it said, this is a tattoo. Super funny and also demonstrated her commitment to comedy. Her voice found success in all different Melbourne comedy spaces and did so whilst being incredibly unique, offbeat and hugely entertaining. She was simply really funny and honest. With the rooms that I run, she was one act I would always squeeze in if she ever asked, which her politeness possibly stopped her from doing. I would like to say that the invitation remains open and always will do with the hope that she will walk through the door and do something special and make Melbourne co- make the Melbourne comedy scene richer, more unique, more diverse, more wonderful. There's a spot for you whenever you want it, Eurydice. Eurydice Dixon wore a blue flower in her hair on the night that she was killed. They found her lying on the cold grass in a public park so close to home that you could almost see the door to her share house. Eurydice Dixon was walking home from a gig on the 12th of June 2018 when James Todd raped and murdered her and no one knows why. He came forward after a picture of him was released to the media as being a person of interest in the murder investigation. She was 22. She had her phone and she texted her boyfriend saying, almost home, almost home safe, how about you? She was walking home from work. That's all she was doing. She had every right. I have every right. We all have every right to walk the streets and not be fearing for our lives. As women, we are taught that if a guy grabs us from behind to elbow him in the abdomen, if he comes at us from the front to jab him in the eyes, carry our keys between our fingers just in case, have your mobile on you, text updates to your friends and family about where you are, take Ubers or taxis, and yet this shit keeps happening. As Lisa Wilkinson said in her word of advice, instead of telling our girls not to walk through parks, maybe we should be telling our boys not to rape them. And yes, not all men rape and murder women. I am grateful for the men in my life who have walked me to transport, who have taken my calls when I have been scared walking by myself in the dark, who have driven me and protected me. But there are men out there who feel entitled enough that when a woman says no, she means, oh, but maybe. I am done with women being raped and murdered and instead of the blame being put on the people that kill them, it being on the fact that she was walking home. Almost like she had it coming with a sign on her body saying, I am a woman, I am vulnerable. I sit here hosting a true crime podcast and I sit here as a woman who has been scared out of her mind with fear of being found alone and cold, murdered on the street because some guy decided that I was an easy target because I was by myself. I walk with my keys in my hand. I let my partner and my friends know when I am home. If something scares me, I am on the phone to my friends to make sure that if something bad happens, someone will hear my cries. 
if I listen to music, it's with music coming through the speaker and with the beacon of my phone light guiding my way home. But then we're not safe at home. Kiyu, who's been missing since June 8, is suspected to have been murdered and her body dumped. Her roommate in her share house is suspected of the crime. Kiyu's only crime is living in a share house because it is more likely for women to be killed by someone she knows and trusts than by a stranger. I say this with love and my heart and fire in my veins to the men out there who are listening to me right now. Pull your socks up and acknowledge that we live in a society that is overrun with toxic masculinity and that we all have to change it. If you overhear a guy making a joke, insinuating that it's okay to rape a girl, call them out. Stand up for your mothers and sisters, daughters, granddaughters, grandmothers, aunties, nieces, and say, this isn't on. Think of the daughter that you have or that you might have one day and imagine having to hold their hand during a rape kit. Imagine having to put up with people insinuating that her rape was her fault. Imagine having to tell your daughter to change because some guy might think it's okay to touch her. If a woman says no to you, she's not laughing at you. She just means no. Be a gentleman and move aside and let her carry on. Don't call her a slut and gesture to your mates about what a bitch she is. If you do this, you're a part of the problem. Promoting violence or disrespect towards women encourages other men to think that it's okay to do that. As someone who's been groped numerous times in public, yelled at from a car, stalked at the workplace and made to feel intimidated by men, I stand here and I tell you that I wasn't fucking asking for it. And neither was Kiyu or Eurydice Dixon. Okay, brief, <laughs> brief pause while we all cry. <laughs> um, yeah, same. <laughs> Agreed. I think that, you know, what was really... Something that, you know, I think hit us both last time we recorded is that we were talking about doing an episode about Eurydice and then as you and I were walking to where we get an Uber, we were stopped by two men like on our way to go home that night and we were literally having a conversation like talking about what we were going to do for the next episode, talking about what we were going to say about Eurydice and two guys. Literally within the space of like 15 seconds of us leaving our producer's house and getting to where we were going to just get home, people approaching us and not just in a friendly way. Like if someone asked me a question, of course I'm going to answer and no, I'm not going to But call these you guys out. weren't asking questions and we were just like the, you know, it's not even like, whoa, what a crazy coincidence. It's literally like, yeah, this, this would happen. This is what happens when we, you know, walk home at night. It's real. And I think to anybody who's trying to, you know, pull the not all men card you need to speak to the women in your life and hear their stories because every woman has a story and has multiple stories and has stories about their friends and stories about their family members, you know, stories that they've never told anyone. So I think what you said about, you know, men needing to speak up to their mates and everything like that, you know, it has to be a culture change. Definitely. It can't, and it just can't be solved by, you know, us being careful of where we walk yeah, or regarding our personal careful. safety. I'm like, fuck you. Fuck you. Mm. I carry my keys with me the second I get out of transport. Yeah. You know, we whether have- it's an Uber, whether it's a bus, they are in my hand. And I didn't realize I did that until this happened. I mean, I have never once like not texted a friend or not had a friend text me once we've left of a night. You know what I mean? Like you and I text each other when we go home from the podcast every night, you know, every friend going anywhere at nighttime, you know, I would never think not to. 
And that sucks. And that's and to be honest, that's the first thing. If like last night I was hanging out with my friend Hannah and I got out of the Uber at her house and my house is literally a street over and she was like, text me as soon as you get in the door. Mm. I mean, as we know from Eurydice, you know, she was hundreds of metres from home. She could like you could almost see her share house door from where yeah. she fell. I think that, you know, nothing you can't say that something good has come of somebody's murders, but I am at least glad that this conversation has taken place and that there are so many people so fired up, people you wouldn't expect as well, mm. you know, being very passionate about. There is going to be a march in Brisbane, I believe. We should attend. Um, that's, yeah, if I'm, if there's anyone living in Brisbane that want to attend this, I'm pretty sure it's on the 17th of July. It's a Sunday. Um and it's starting at the Wheel of Brisbane and South Bank. It's kind of grown. Oh, no, it's not the 17th because that's a Tuesday. Um, keep talking, Ellen. I'll find them. Uh, I don't know anything about the march, so I'm going to quickly segue into something else. Yeah, segue into something else. Um, segue, segue. I, as I said earlier before we started recording the podcast, I made myself angry today by reading a lot of articles, mostly in The Australian, about Ugh. Eurydice's murder and about how, um, you know, one man was responsible for this crime and he's obviously a psychopath and yada, yada, yada. He had his issues. But I don't, you know, Eurydice's death wasn't, you know, it was kind of like the the spark that set off, you know, the uprising. You know what I mean? Like it's been a long, we've kind of, you know, destroyed the joint and everything like that, have been tallying how many women have died every week for... It's, uh, it's up to 31 or 32. and. Only three of those murders of Australian women have been have been done by other women. Yeah. So that's over a majority. It's over a majority. Of men killing women. Yeah. And obviously, you know, I think most victims of violent crime are actually men, but I think the common thread there is that men are the problem. nearly always the perpetrators. So it's not... You know, it's not an issue of the victims. It's an issue of the perpetrators, which are overwhelmingly men. And there is nothing, you know, nothing attacking men or anything like that. But I love men. I love men. I love my guy friends. I love my partner. I just. We need shit to change. It's ingrained in them. It's just, it's, it's a problem. It's, it's not blaming anybody. I'm not blaming everybody and saying it's your fucking fault. No, it's the James Todd's fault who fucking killed her. Yeah, exactly. It's his fucking fault. But it's part, it it sits in a tapestry of the, you know, society that we live in that this murder, you know, has has really awoken something in lots of women and they've seen themselves in Eurydice because we've all done, we've all walked home late at night. I literally, you know. I didn't even, th- like, Walking home from La Boite. Walking I, home from anywhere. I, finished, I walk home late every night. I, I finish at 8 p.m. most nights. Yeah. I always walk home at night. And to be honest, because I can't fucking afford Ubers. No, they're expensive. It's and just about wanting to be then, safe. Even then, the Uber taxi argument. It's like a friend of mine got sexually assaulted by a taxi driver. I also know somebody who got assaulted by an Uber driver. This is... Yeah, it's about anyway, safety. I'm sick of being the problem. Same. I'm sick of something bad happening to me because some arsehole decided that it was okay. And for people to fucking turn around and just go, oh, well, were you walking alone? Oh, were you wearing a short skirt? Were you wearing something that drew attention to you? Did you have not, your mobile phone? Not 
Of course I fucking do. It's I take Instagram stories for Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's about wanting to feel safe. You know, we have the right to feel safe in our homes. We have the right to feel safe on the streets. And if we're not feeling safe, then something's wrong and something's got to change. And nobody's going to boys will be boys no. their way out and of if, that. Yeah, no, none of that or none any of, of the others, okay? It's a no from me. Um, I cannot find the details for this March, but I will find we'll it, it and I'll post notes. it in the show notes and it'll be up on the Facebook page for you to attend. Um, to all the we- – I, I spoke to the men listening in the little statement that I made, but to all the women out there, I just want to know – you should know that if you are scared, and to be honest, so am I, that there are people that you can reach out to, reach out to your friends – reach out to your parents. And if you aren't feeling safe in a situation, just contact somebody. It's not your fault. It's not your fault that you're feeling scared because to be honest, it's in, the fear is ingrained in us. Mm-hmm. If you're not feeling scared, something's wrong. We live in a scary world. We live in a really fucking scary world. So much that a 22-year-old girl with a flower in her hair walking home got murdered after minutes after texting her boyfriend to say that she was almost home safe. This shouldn't have happened. And it should and never honest, happen. It'll happen again, hundred percent. And it's and it's not our fault. It really isn't. So we don't have many facts. We just wanted to say something. But we because, got a lot of feelings. But we do because, to be honest, like Ellen and I are three years older than Eurydice. We've been her. There are so many, and I think the difference between this situation and Jill Ma is just a generation thing. We were much younger when Jill happened. And, of course, I felt the effects and everybody felt the Mm. effects of that because she was so close to home and it was some, like, random guy who was out on parole. And whether or not this man was known to be dangerous, James Todd was known to be dangerous or anything like that is yet to be known. But, yeah, everybody stay safe out there. Yes, please. And um, when we know more, you'll know more. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Cadbury has launched new Freddo Treasure Space Series with Cadbury Dairy Milk Buttons and a surprise space toy in every chest. Three, two, one, lift off! Treasure every adventure. New Cadbury Dairy Milk Freddo Treasure Space Series with only 76 calories per pack. Pick one up in store. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.